0: shit 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 show it's a fucking shit show all right y'all welcome back to shit show saturday we have marge from winnipeg <laughs> thanks for having me on the show i was wondering if i was shitty enough to have a show and here we are thank you thank you yeah she um when i asked her folks she responded and she said i don't feel worthy and i said that's the only requirement <laughs> <laughs> um what song uh the one that you love by lp Hmm. nice i thought you were i was gonna be like what song do i love like i thought you were asking you were gonna say the one that you love andrea and i'm like oh, the one one that i love yeah it's um got so many good meanings in it you know like i'm giving you the world but like i don't understand like I almost got it, but that's not it, you know, like unreturned love and codependency and just giving it all away, you know, giving your power away. Can't relate. Plus her voice is incredible. Like she's just an amazing singer too. Mm -hmm. Um, Carb. Uh, Poutine. Of course. (laughs) But a blasphemous poutine because I like to splash a little ketchup on it. Oh, That's nice! Very controversial. Very controversial. So we have fries, cheese curd, and what? Gravy. Else? Bacon, gravy. gravy. And is the gravy so, like what's the gravy? Are are we talking like a Thanksgiving gravy? Um, it can. It's just a brown gravy. I think there's actually one called poutine sauce. Okay, it's just just a regular gravy. I like chicken. I like all gravies actually. Can gravy be a carb? <laughs> That's a fat. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then is there like, ever like some meat? Uh, they um, Lots of people have turned um. Bacon on poutine it. into different stuff. You know, I've had this brisket poutine. Oh, so good. And then they put the au jus on it and the potatoes are roasted, like roasted potatoes. That one was delicious.
1: delicious. I don't think I
0: know exactly what cheese curd is. Oh, they're like a they look like little cheese turds. <laughs> and uh <laughs> it's like Good a squeaky, thing I love eating turds. <laughs> yeah, squeaky rubbery cheese. Uh-huh. Uh, delicious. Later. They so it doesn't really melt. Like there's matzah and cheddar, but on the poutine is matzah. White. Matzah? Like mozzarella? hmm Not like matzah ball. <laughs> no, like kind of like little lumpy things okay good to know uh cheese are you gonna say cheese curd no you know i love cream cheese i can't believe no one said cream cheese yet i fucking love cream cheese too i could it's good it. on everything yeah yeah by itself you know in the shower yeah, <laughs> <Not anywhere. laughs> yeah. so what is, is is philadelphia cream cheese the brand up there yeah or are complaints or extra value but philly is up here yes okay good Um okay. Condiment. I really like mayo, but soya sauce is up there. Soya. Mayo. You know what? Oh yeah. I think China lily. Um, don't I think that that um cream cheese qualifies as like a cheese and a condiment. I would think you're right. That's great. So maybe cream cheese. Yeah. (laughs) Because we're talking about what was it? Um, Oh, Tiffany was talking about and then with marinara, we're talking about how pesto and marinara are both like a sauce and a condiment. And I would say that cream cheese is a is a cheese and a condiment. So nice. I do like to be efficient when I can. Right. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Killing two birds with one stone. Although I read there was um, a list that came out by Stanford of all the words you can't say anymore. And you're not allowed to say kill two birds with one stone because that's unnecessarily um, using imagery of harming animals. Oh, so Peter, come at me! <laughs> I'm still going to say it. <laughs> um, okay, so how did you find the podcast? And I think you're about to tell me you don't know. I, I sort of know. I was um, listening to another podcast, but I don't know which one. And you were either on it or mentioned on it, and so. What I do is I look them up and then I just add them to my list and then uh, I'll pick one that I haven't listened to. And then I, I believe it was the, it was one of your first ones and I was listening to it when you were saying that about um, being that girl in the seventh grade. I was like, Mm -hmm. oh my God, I was that girl in the eighth grade. What is this, what is this girl talking about Um, you? And so then I started listening, and I was like, "Wow, we have so much in common. This is so great, weird, awesome, awful, awesome, awful. <laughs> great, weird, awesome, awful <laughs> merch." Yeah. Merch. <laughs> <laughs> so then I um, uh, listened to some of the shit shows. I think that was my favorite part to start. Um, I just went through and picked all the shit shows. And then I went through the beginning and listened all through, and then um uh finally joined, or damn the join, damn the join, damn, the join uh, which has been, been really great. While. I think I joined in October, maybe. It feels October-ish. It feels October-ish. Time, and time is a weird that. thing. I don't know. <laughs> well, I think we all get so close so fast that it feels like we've all fucking known each other forever. So. Yes, that's the family part, right? <laughs> so, did you know that you were an adult child? Like, had you heard um, the term before you had found the podcast? Yes, but I had just connected it with being insulted by it. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> um But I did go to Al Anon in the past, uh, okay. but it, they didn't talk about um, adult children because it was a very rigid set. Like we just went and we did this and then we left and that was it. Um, And I joined because I I was living with this um, amazing guy. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And um, yeah, that was something. But um, when we broke up, I just, I moved back home, (laughs) like back across the country moved in back to the small town and started drinking again. When was that? Just uh, uh, 2005.
1: I had quit drinking.
0: Yeah. Like quit drinking or like, like in, like, were you like an alcoholic or you just quit drinking? Yes. Yes. I think I was alcoholic, you know, (laughs) the legal drinking age in Ontario is 19. And I remember having already, worked hard to quit drinking when I was in high school because it was a problem Mm. Uh, because I was like missing class and I just felt sick all the time like I'm not a good drinker Mm -hmm. but that didn't stop me but I did try so then when I turned 19 it's you know the birthday you go to the bar I'm like well I guess I'm drinking and I remember having so many shooters and waking up you know beside the toilet nice and cool hug and and drank for a long time after that again and and then quit and then went back home and that breakup was so devastating. Mm. I, um, like I moved in with him and I had this relationship in my head and he helped me build it, like talking, right? We're going to do this. We're going to do that. In the meantime, he had a second life with someone else. He, With me, he worked night shift, mm. right? When he went home and then he came home. And, um, Did he actually have a job? No, he smoked crack all the time and (laughs) sold all my stuff. And I had a good job. And so he would take my paychecks to payday loan companies and get loans. So like I was like $40,000 in the hole. I'm looking Mm. around the apartment. Things are missing now. And it's like, Mm. what the? And then he went away for five days. Like, And then I called all his friends in my life with him. Nobody knew where he was. And I was really worried, actually. And then he called, and he's like, "Oh, I've been smoking crack," and I'm like, "What?" Uh, th- but there were clues, but I, I wouldn't believe it. Um, and you're like, there were clues, like that time the crack pipe fell out of his pocket. <laughs> why do you need all this steel wool? For <laughs> <laughs> the bra. yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, why? I don't. I don't know. Um, and I didn't know, but now I know right like i why would he need that? like I didn't know the other thing none of all all the antennas on the radio were gone, like all light bulbs are gone. like what I didn't understand. um when did he find out that he was that he had another like life, family or relationship? he never admitted it, but looking back, I can't believe like I believed everything he said, like I thought that's what love was really was sex and and trust trusting that whatever they say is true and I and I feel like I'm still so literal um when people say things I think that's what they mean I mean otherwise why wouldn't you say it right yeah except you uh, like, really have a sense of humor and like can pick up on sarcasm or you wouldn't like the podcast so you obviously don't like <laughs> take everything I say literally <laughs> no no that's true so how did it end well, he called and confessed. And so then I just started crying. Um, and I actually thought my life was over. So that was uh, 2003. I was like early 20s, I think. So I just went over to the landlord. I'm crying. I'm heartbroken, but I'm still using my head. And I changed the locks immediately. <laughs> He's, I'm crying. I can't stop crying. I go to the doctor because it's three days of crying. Mm and she's like what's wrong i'm like i can't stop crying she's like i see that but why so no one else thought it was as big of a deal as i did i thought my life was over mm-hmm. um and there was a moment it's like i should jump off the balcony and it's like whoa whoa you're only on the second floor it's just gonna friggin hurt right so <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah at least move
0: to a higher level at least go to a different floor <laughs> but like he controlled everything like he um I felt like I was taken care of, which is kind of what I was looking for. And now I understand why. Yeah. Uh why I wanted someone to come and rescue me and take care of me because no one ever really did. Yeah, except for that he was stealing your paychecks and and all that. Too. It sounds like he was really taking care of you yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a shitty hustler is what I ended up, that's his nickname. <laughs> the shitty the shitty hustler. <laughs> Well, it worked for him for a while, I guess. Um, So when I thought, this is it, it's over, I should jump off the second floor balcony. um, Like, I heard a voice saying, it's not over. And then Mm -hmm. I was like, is that God? And uh, I thought, well, like, maybe, uh, because it wasn't me, because I think it's over. Mm -hmm. So I thought, well, maybe I should go to church then. Maybe that's the answer. Mm. my family my dad hates religion and had he's passed away now uh but he had no problem telling everybody how shitty religion was and Mm. uh voiced Mm -hmm. it often and loudly so i was really struggling like going to church so i thought i'll flip a coin and um i can't remember but like heads go to church right for the queen on the on the quarter So I flipped it and it was church and I was like, "Ah, I don't really like the answer. So two out of three, right? I'm bargaining with God now. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And it was three in a row and I'm like five, best of five, five in a row, seven in a row. And then I'm like, okay, so the the sign is obvious. Mm -hmm. So I got the phone book back in the day. This is in the early (laughs) 2000s. Got the phone book, started looking for a church that's close by me. And I found one and then I phoned it and the message I got, if you can believe, was the Al Anon schedule. Mm. Because they're usually held in churches. Mm-hmm. So I thought, oh, that's the answer. Even though he's not drinking, um, maybe it'll help. So that's how I found Al Anon. Mm. Weird, right? But bargaining with God, yeah. Um Do you feel like yeah. you have an adult child bottom? Uh, yes. Uh, recent. Um, so, I'm plugging away uh, at life as best I can. Sobered up again. That was also very hard. Um, I went to college and took uh, early childhood educator program. So, it's two years. Pretty intensive, but it's all about child development, early child development and family mm-hmm. systems and mm-hmm. And um, the circle of security. And I remember the first, the very first thing we learned was the type of parents, right? And uh, so my dad was uh, authoritarian and I always, so I had words, but they were, I had language to call it things. Like I called them growing up with a, with a sergeant dad, but we were never in the army. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty militant. Mm-hmm and my mom just did whatever he said and she loved him. I felt like more than us because she would always tell us I can have more kids, you know, Mm. like with that fucking guy, good fucking luck. Like, (laughs) and then, then I always felt like it was, and I had a brother, he's 16 months younger than me. Uh, people always thought we were twins until he sprouted Mm -hmm. as a teenager. Um, But it was was always us against them. That's how I felt. It was us Mm -hmm. against them. Um, And I always wonder why he's never as fucked up as I am. But I figured it out this year. Because he had me. Mm. Mm -hmm. And I didn't have anyone. Mm -hmm. What's your relationship like with him? Strained. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh he doesn't get it. He doesn't understand. He was also the golden child and named after my father. Uh so my dad used to tell me, even when I was really young, uh, you know how everyone has the phrase do they? I don't know. I'm just assuming <laughs> that <laughs> he would say to me, It was always the same, you're 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 fat and lazy, selfish and greedy. Mm-hmm. And I remember I was so young, like maybe five. And I was thinking, what is he even talking about? Mm. That's what he is. Everything he called me, I thought that's what he was. Mm -hmm. And uh, like one time uh, we were all playing, I think it was eight years old, playing with my friends in the garden hose. We had bathing suits on. And he gets out of the truck after work and he stands there and goes, Oh, great. I have the fucking fat kid. And I'm like, (laughs) what? Like, I'm eight years old, and I wasn't even, like, really fat. Mm-hmm. And the worst part of the story is the friend I was playing with, like, she was actually anorexic. Mm-hmm. She was, you know, hospitalized for that. So I don't, but he did used to grill my brother to find a skinny wife all the time. So I don't, it's just a really weird dynamic mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, he, um. I, Everything that went wrong, he took it out on me, uh, because I ruined his life. He would always say, uh, don't have kids, Margaret, they ruin your life. And I, I wasn't till I was a little bit older, like maybe, I would say eight or nine, that I understood what he was saying but I had already decided that I didn't want to ruin my life by getting married and having kids. I mean, who wants that, that kind of shit show, right? Mm -hmm. Like my experience with that was like, I can't wait to grow up and get the fuck out of here. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, And I always wanted to grow up and go away. Mm -hmm. And then I went away with a crackhead and then I was like, oh my God, okay, this (laughs) this (laughs) isn't it either. (laughs) (laughs) Whoops, okay, so then I went back home. I moved in with my brother, who just had a a baby with his wife, their first child. And I was so far, like two provinces away. I thought, if I'm closer, Mm -hmm. uh, then I'll know my nephew. Mm -hmm. And that that was true. So I did move back. And even though I was drinking and trying and job after job, right, because I just too hungover to go or not calling in. Um, By the time I was 30, I had 33 jobs. Wow. I never stayed at a job either. If the going got tough, I got going. I didn't. I'm not putting up with this shit. Um, But also, I had a really big bag of shit to carry around and authority was a problem. So every supervisor, every boss, you know, other people aren't working as hard as me. I took my jobs on as my identity. And so any any criticism was a personal blow mm-hmm. yeah right now i'm not working work is so overrated isn't it <laughs> Agreed. absolutely <laughs> yeah work is so overrated so is there anything in particular that you want to share about your childhood um well it oh, it was pretty hard um looking back, I thought everybody was like that. I thought my dad was mean. I thought other people's parents were mean. Like there was um, this kid that he was always an, a troubled child, right? And his dad was a, a drunk. We all knew he was a drunk because he didn't hide it. My dad would drink at home. Um, and I always thought, wow, that guy, that guy's dad looks pretty mean. And then Uh, we used to um, small town living we used to sleep out camp out in the yard in the summertime and this kid and a couple of his friends came to scare us in the tent and my dad saw it and my dad gave him the what for or like the shakedown I call it right like grab you by the throat or collar if you have one and shake you down Mm -hmm. Um, so then that troubled kid says to me Wow. Your dad's really mean. And I was like, wow. You think my dad's mean? And then I was like, wow, I have the meanest dad around, I guess. Like he used to rage at me, like right in my face. Poke me in the chest. Uh Somebody was on your podcast, a woman, I forget which one, and I totally related to her story. Uh, so my dad would Uh, go into these rages at me only never my brother or my mom and when I was about 12 I noticed that he raged in a pattern he would say the same things and do the same things it's like he just kind of a switch flipped and he was on autopilot and it wouldn't matter what I said the answer was never correct So even if Mm. I told the truth, it didn't matter. Even if I lied, it didn't matter. So I thought I would experiment. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so one day he's like, blah, 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 blah. I don't even want to say it because not to trigger myself or anyone else. But, and so the answer, I said something weird, like, because it was the unicorn farts to experiment, same response. And then I was like, oh, (laughs) wow, (laughs) like maybe it's not, what I did or what I said, he's just a really shitty human. Mm -hmm. Or like raging, you know? How old were you? When I thought of that? Mm -hmm. About twelve or thirteen, I think. Wow. He used to say, uh, like scoff like 18, then you're out. (laughs) 18, then you're out. And uh I turned 18. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I was still living at home and I was still in I was in the last year of high school. And my my best friend's birthday was 12 days after mine. So I went to her birthday party, and it was a Saturday. And my, I had a curfew, midnight, and I got home at 1230. And it was February, and it was really cold, like minus 30 Celsius. And so I walked home, and I lived on the outskirts of town, and the door was locked. And I was like... What? So I tried the other door, and then my mom opens that door, and she goes, "You better hurry up and run away. Your dad's coming downstairs." And I was like, I didn't understand what she was talking about. And he came down, and then he started raging, and he says, "You're you're out. Eighteen. You're gone. You're an adult now. Fuck off." And I was stunned, and. So 18 years and 12 days old was the first time that I talked back to my dad and I just, I laid out 18 years of rage, rage back at him in, in, on the street, um, just told him, you know, like you, you're the one talking about how everybody's so crappy, but nobody likes you, (laughs) you know, and I swore at him and then walked back to my friends and begged her mom if I could sleep over. I never talked to my dad for three years after that. I had a struggle. Like, I'm a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, I was already working, like, probably on my fifth job by then. <laughs> <Yeah. And> then <laughs> but I wanted to finish high school. Uh, and I got really sick. I think that, that those acts and, and that event triggered a major physical manifestation of really sickness um and then i missed about two weeks of school and i they took my credits away they took a quarter of my credits and i did not graduate high school mm. uh, they thought i was a piece of shit kid too with crap well my dad probably didn't help either right like mm. look at her dad but so uh he did get pancreatic cancer. Um, I heard that's one that you get when you're really angry all the time and drinking. And it lasted a long time, like longer than I've seen other people. Uh, the denial in him is super strong. Mm-hmm. Even when he was dying, he didn't think he was dying. mm um, I used to ask him, like, do you see so and so, like his dead friends? Do you see Andre looking for you? No, I'm like, keep looking. They're waiting for you. And uh, mm. he said, I'm really. I think I'm really sick this time. And I guaranteed him that it would be the last time he would be this sick. And then he died two days later, calling my name. He was finally. It was on his palliative bed that he finally said he was proud of me. Wow. Yeah. I mean, he did, right? Mm -hmm. But it took dying to do that. So I raised my own kid very differently. I get a lot of criticism from my mom. But I think, you know, like, you're not the boss of me (laughs) anymore. (laughs) You're not the boss of me and I can do things my way. And I'll put out little cracks like she goes, oh, you're negotiating with a four year old. And I'll say things like, well, it's better than a punch in the head. And then she just looks at me and wonders, like, well, where did that come from? And I said, well, yeah, I'm going to negotiate with him. I'm not going to punch him in the head. I'm going to let him know what's coming up. Let him know why we're doing this. Because I always wanted to know why. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So what is your relationship like with her? I live down the street from her now. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, It's pretty good. Um, I think she's really good at denial as well. Mm Mm-hmm. Imagine that. Um, I don't hate her. I like. I love her. Uh, she does have her own life. Uh, she doesn't remember, admit, or or admit that uh, that I was beat up all the time. Just because I, but she would always leave the room, mm-hmm. and I told her that after I had my son, things really changed. I've I've heard that. Uh, I think on the pod and in life where people hold their own baby and they think how could my parents do that Uh i felt the exact same thing and i'm like never never so i didn't even let my son sleep over at grandma's till he could talk he was five Uh because i (laughs) want to know what she says or does or you know like i want him to be able to tell me Uh yeah so i keep him pretty close like mama bear mama bear for sure you're a good mom. Oh, uh, it's pretty good. Oh, thanks. Mm. Doing a lot of apologizing to my son. Uh, even yesterday, uh, we had that snowstorm, and uh, driving the car. Like I just have a little car, so it's kind of. But I have awesome tires, right? So, but it's still a challenge to drive around in the snow. And I had said something about it's going to snow all night, and I hope we can get to school in the morning. And he goes, "Well, why?" Like he didn't understand what I was saying. So I got a little frustrated and I'm like, why don't you understand? He's like, because I don't. And then I, I said, I'm sorry. I just, I don't know why I'm so mad about that. So I'm able to see what mm-hmm. I'm doing in the moment. And then we can talk about it. Uh, and, and I'm apologizing to him all the time. That's here. I said, I'm sorry. I didn't, I didn't know that you didn't understand. And I just, for some reason, I assumed you would. I think that's a page right out of my dad's book. (laughs) Just everyone should know what I know. Yeah. I'm reading (laughs) my mind. Absolutely. Well, because he's seven and he doesn't drive. So he doesn't understand the clearance. Imagine that. Yeah. (laughs) That's so funny. So give me another example in a way in which you've seen you've you've changed over the past six months. Hmm. Well, I was eating a lot of fast food. So we didn't have any fast food in that small ass town. But here there's even skip the dishes, which is dangerous. <laughs> it's just dangerous. Wait, is that a is that a is that a, a an actual place or is that a like um just a term to oh, like skip no. the dishes? Oh, it's a thing. It's an app where you order food oh, and it just okay. comes to your door okay. like from yeah. any like restaurant. Yeah, got it. It's, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah, okay. it's oh, it's it is, Canadian yes. DoorDash and then um but I wasn't feeling really great and while well, not working. I've I'm found it too difficult after learning what I know mm-hmm. about being a, a a little kid teacher is it's all about relationships and guess what my worst my worst nightmare has come true. This job is all about relationships and I struggled hard like hard if it was just the kids, sure. But every kid comes with a parent or two or grandparents or three, you know, and I, I couldn't relate with them. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to relate with them. It was a very big struggle. So I am I'm, I'm living on savings right now. My job is myself. I figured I would take this time to uh, work on myself. Um, and I've, been, I've added exercise and I've changed my diet hugely. Um, because now I have the time and the resources. Oh, and I've joined jujitsu. I think jujitsu changed a lot, Mm. Uh, uh, changed me a lot. I have such great things about it. I don't know what it is. Do you have like bruises Um, all over your body? Sometimes I get them, yeah. And now that I'm older, like I'm 48, they don't go away very quickly. (laughs) (laughs) They take a long time, but it's so encompassing that when I... It was another one of those, I don't know what led me to the, to that gym, but there I am signing up for the free trial. And then after a couple of times, my son and I both loved it so much that we just, I just paid for the whole year to commit. That's awesome. I'm in. for you? So that prompted me to change my diet. And because now I want to be, remember, I wanted to bend myself in half. Yes. Because that's, you need to. Yes. (laughs) If you want to do any kind of moves. (laughs) <laughs> I can put my hands flat on the floor now. Not exactly in front of my feet, but it's happening. Like it's happening. Not as fast as I wanted, but you know, that perfectionism's like all the way, right away. Uh-huh. But it's a really slow journey. And jujitsu really is teaching me that. And it's never over. Like I will not get to the end. Mm-hmm. And I've accepted that. Mm-hmm. Um, I made a smart goal. I'm almost, I I've planned a smart goal, but I need to really nail down the timeline. But I I want to go to a jujitsu competition by the time I'm 50. So I have two years. Not to win or anything, just because to do it's it. a different experience. Yeah. But if, if I, I win, yeah, then yeah. it yeah, would be yeah. fucking amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what's really changed uh the jujitsu oh and i finally admitted why i wanted to join i drilled down into myself and figured out that it is because of fear um pretty scared Mm -hmm. of everything like having a raging father and it comes out of me in anger because i want to be tough i don't want to be taken down which i Mm -hmm. have a hard time with takedowns in class um but i'm doing it like i so my inner child work with that little monkey that I've been carrying around, Um, I'm safe, I'm safe. I moved to the city and I was really scared of, um, and I didn't want to carry a weapon around. So I thought, what if I make myself the weapon? (laughs) So I joined jujitsu because I was scared of moving to the city and here we are becoming a better person for it. Well, you have a nickname now. (laughs) Oh, what? The weapon oh <laughs> I am the weapon yeah yeah the weapon you're the one yeah weapon. okay give me three things that you like about yourself I'm a weapon I'm a weapon <laughs> I never give up uh, what else do I like about myself um that I can laugh at myself as well as mm-hmm. others <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah that's the important part <laughs> that was and I remember the times when I couldn't uh, uh-huh. just serious yeah, those were so tough on the people around me, you know, yeah <laughs> <laughs> there's oh, a lot those. of fucking people out there who don't know how to, so, yeah, you come across them on social media every fucking day, right, as heck sense of humor epidemic um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, hope or dream for the future. I mean, you have your i mean, you just gave us one your the competition got anything else, or you want to just stick with that? um i would that is right now that's what i'm i think that's on. perfect and, and that maybe my son would want to do that too like i would i hope that he keeps this on and um he's enjoying it yes he really like it's all hands-on right hands-on feet on he never had that with me mm-hmm. because my body was so sore all the time mm-hmm. wearing that armor for 48 mm-hmm. years armored mm-hmm yeah i go you put to, down the going. armor and you picked up the weapon yeah right <laughs> i Enjoy. joined the boot camp three weeks ago so i've been going to uh wow uh, boot camp every like monday to friday wow and going to jiu but i honestly now that i'm <laughs> yeah i can. <could, laughs> that's a lot my lady the weapon right yeah because i want to get stronger and more flexible but i'm telling you jiu-jitsu is way harder and and more physical and uh, than the boot it's more difficult more challenging no oh, wow. well, thank yeah. you so much i love having you in group you're a what is it called you know the constant <laughs> i uh i feel really grateful because there's times i feel really grateful to be included uh there's times where i waver on it still uh, I waver. it's like oh well maybe nobody likes what i say or It's not good. They're not good enough. But I I just think that we all think the same thing, and I'm also grateful for that. Like you guys get it. We get it. We get you. I get it too. I I I'm afraid that everyone's going to decide to cancel on the same day. So yeah, we're all the same. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, and that's that's the beauty of it. So thank you, everyone. Thank you, Andrea. Thank you, Shitshow. So much. Yeah. Am I shitty enough for the show? Yep. Yeah. So, you're so fucking shitty well that wraps up shit show Saturday as always sign up for the patreon that is where I host weekly support groups and it's where you say thanks Andrea for all that you do patreon.com slash adult child follow me on tiktok and instagram at adult child and give me a damn 5 star rating on apple and spotify and I will see y'all shit shows on Wednesday bye let